Welcome to the True Vine Podcast. Wherever you are listening, we hope this inspires you, builds your faith, and brings perspective that God is moving in your life. Enjoy the message. Praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I'm excited to be in the house. I feel like the faith is high, the expectation is high, and there's no telling what God has in store for us. Amen. Can I get an amen this morning? Are you excited to be here? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Give honor to Pastor, Pastor Mark, Pastor Durant, amen, and their families. God bless them. Hallelujah. Exquisite leadership. Awesome leadership. Hallelujah. I appreciate good leadership. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I believe God's going to move. Amen. He's been prompting me all week. Hallelujah. Thank you, Pastor, for the opportunity to be here, amen, and to do what, what we do, and that's help when we're needed, amen? Hallelujah. I do have a text. I'd like to, for uh, us to turn our Bibles to the book of John, chapter 12, 24. If you could stand for the reading of the word. Hallelujah, hallelujah. John 12, 24, verily, verily, I say unto you, Except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it dies, it bringeth forth much fruit. Hallelujah. But if it dies, it bringeth forth much fruit. Can I get an amen? You may be seated. Hallelujah. Let's go before the Lord. Lord, we love you. I pray, God, that you would anoint me, Lord, never for my sake, but for the sake of the hearer of the word, Lord. I pray, God, that your will would be done, that you would provoke us, Lord, unto good works, Lord. That you would somehow prompt us, God, into moving forward with revival and moving forward with our ministries and moving forward with our dreams, Lord. I pray in your name, great King. Hallelujah, you've been good to us, Lord. In Jesus' name, and everyone say amen. Hallelujah. I'd like to drop my title. Dying dreams. Dreams that are dying. Hallelujah. Dress Barn launched in February of 1962 as a fashion brand focused on providing wear to dressings, clothing, and accessories to women. It became a publicly traded in 1982. The retailer was available in 650 brick and mortar storefronts. Until 2019, it filed for bankruptcy protection and started closing down its stores. However, Ty Lopez and Alex Mayer Retail E-Commerce Ventures, REV, stepped in to purchase Dress Barn, intellectual property retail assets, and the brand has now has been relaunched as an e-commerce and a first fashion brand. The new Dress Barn is establishing a foothold in the e-commerce sector by leveraging its brand reputation and its vast social media following of 83,000 Instagram followers and close to a million likes on Facebook. The founders of Rev, Ty Lopez and Alex Mayer, have made a name for themselves in the retail world 
by buying failed and struggling brands with well-known hallelujah names over the past two years rev has acquired pier one radio shack modal sports goods linens and things dress barn and stein mart brands someone saw an interest in something that was dying hallelujah I just want to remind you this morning that the God we have is an expert at taking things that are dying and bringing them back to life. I want to preach my heart out today and tell you it's time to get the dream back up. It's time to get your calling back in order. Can I get an amen this morning? Hallelujah. As the choir was singing their song, change, change, change. I'm here to validate what God has already confirmed, what the pastor has already confirmed, that change is coming to our church. Amen. Revival is here. Look at the crowd. The visitors are here. Revival is here, and it's not leaving us. Hallelujah. But these dreams, they were dying. These companies were dying. It started out with somebody having a dream that they were going to make a dress and build a store and begin to sell, sell things and sell women's attire. And it started out well, amen. But somewhere along the line, something went wrong and they began to die. But these investors, they're experts at looking at Companies that are, that the stock is going down and they begin to lose uh, profits and they're, they're, they're watching these, amen, and they're seeing these and they're saying, hey, I can capitalize on something that is dying. Right. Hallelujah. Our God is a God that is an expert at taking things that were broken and begin to put them back together. If the puzzle is missing, you're in the right place. If the road has a dead end, you're in the right place. Come on, somebody. Today, God is searching for you. I'm coming after you. God's coming after you. He's looking for you. He's looking for that ministry you once had. He's looking for that dream you had. Hallelujah. It's time to get it up. Why? Because there is change coming. Hallelujah. Good change. Revival change. I heard it said the other day, hey, I don't even know all these people that are coming to our church. I said, that's a revival. That's a good problem. Hallelujah. My God is an expert as raising, in raising things from the dead. Hallelujah. He knows how to take him. He, he knows how to, how to talk to Ezekiel, say, hey, speak to the bones. Why? Because he knew that if a man of God would come up here and speak to the bones, that the bones would begin to find another bone, and the sinew would begin, begin to find another sinew, and the flesh would begin to find a flesh, and an arm would march over to, a, to another leg and a body, and they would merge together and become alive again. And some of us spiritually, we are broken. Hallelujah. We're in different parts all over the place. 
Come on, somebody. The enemy has ripped your arm off. He's ripped your leg off, and he's put you all across this place. But I'm here to tell you that a word from the Lord, hallelujah, can raise you up. A word from the Lord can take that which was lost and that which was dead and begin to raise it. Can I get an amen this morning? Hallelujah. Change is coming, I'm telling you. It's here. Revival is here. Hallelujah. We told you it was coming. We preached it for two years, and it is here. And now God is calling things that were dead to come alive. God is looking for you. He's searching down the aisles today, saying, hey, dream, dream. Dead dream. Got to raise it up. Dream that's broken. Dream that's lost. Hallelujah. We got to find what God has. Amen. Hallelujah. I, when I was preparing, I, I almost was feeling guilty to preach this. I thought, Lord, these people have been through so much with this uh, economic uh, pandemic and, and, and all that we've been through. And God says, no. He says, you preach it because well, you know what you're doing? You're throwing a life preserver to them that are drowning. You're walking into a house of fire and you're picking them up and bringing them out with the word of God. You're throwing a rope to them that are falling off the side of a cliff. You're bringing a doctor to them that are sick. Can I get an amen this morning? <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on. The devil's been in the house, though. I'm going to tell you. He's been messing with your marriages a little bit. He's been messing with your finances a little bit. He's been putting fear on you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's been, he's been telling you things like God is not a healer anymore. Hallelujah. Or God has forgotten about me. I once had a dream, Brother Chavez. I had a dream. I wanted to do this. And I wanted to do that. But somewhere along the line, life happened to me. And things got hard. You're great people, but things got hard. And the dream began to slip from your vision. And, and you, you somehow along the line, you lost that dream. I'm here to tell you, it's time to find it. It's, we're going somewhere. Come on, I feel it right now. We're going somewhere. And if we're going to take this church to the next level in God, we're going to have to find things that were lost in our ministries and in our hearts and in our marriages and in our families and begin to raise them back up. Hallelujah. God is calling your dream back to fruition. He is calling you. Amen. Also, he said, tell them that there are works that I begin in their lives that are unfinished. Somewhere along the line, you have made yourself unavailable to him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But he wants to finish the project. He's calling today. He gave me this word for you. This is a serious thing. He's calling you today. He's saying, I want to finish the work. I want to get the chisel out. And I want to begin to, ham begin to hammer and to swing again. And I want to finish what I started. I want to finish the revival 
that I started. I want to finish the blessing that I started. The promise has to come back. Hallelujah. Somewhere along the line, unavailability was your priority. Hallelujah. It's time to make ourselves available again. Hallelujah. This is our season. This is our season. This ain't, this ain't all by accident what you're seeing up here. Come on. God has a plan. We are a part of his master plan. But there's a, there are those of you that have a dream that has died. It's time to get that dream and start working it again and start talking about again and again and start speaking faith again and start saying, hey, the pandemic is over. It's time to get to work. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm getting my work out this morning. The game is just getting started, though. Hallelujah. I don't know if you're a sports fan, but I, I, like, I like competitive sports. Hallelujah. And I's telling you, the game's, getting, the game's starting. You got to get in the game, though. If you're going to do what God has called you, you have a responsibility for your dream and your promise. You cannot let your dream die because God gave you that dream. What would it benefit you to go through life and know that your dream that God gave you was never fulfilled? Come on, Brother Foster, help me out here. It was never fulfilled. Your dream had died. Hallelujah. That would be a devastating nightmare. Hallelujah. I'm here to tell somebody that your dream is not dead because when you're in the house of the Lord and under the authority of the word of God, anything can happen. Anything can arise. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Let's get this church back in line. Let's get it back in order. Call things to order in your home. Hallelujah. It's a season. It's our season. God is still calling. He's calling. Hallelujah. In New York, they tell me there is an island. It's called Heart Island. It's referred to as uh, Heart Island in the city of New York, right around Long Island. It's located in the western end in the Bronx of New York. And the remains of one million people are buried on Heart Island. Though since the first decade of the 21st century, there are fewer than 1,500 burials a year. Burials on Hard Island include individuals who were not claimed by their families or did not have private funerals. The homeless are there. The indigent are there. And mass burials of deceased victims the enemy has gotten into our minds and told us that we're heading to heart island our dreams are marching to an island where the dead is buried but i'm here to tell you and give you a word from the lord that the devil is a liar there is hope in the church there is hope in his name there is hope in his power 
Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Come on, there ought to be a shout of praise this morning. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but if you're heading to Heart Island, make a U-turn. Come on, because we're having revival in the house. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. Dreams that are dying. Sarah and Abraham, they had a promise of a child. And Isaac was to be born. But somewhere along the line, they had an idea that they would go ahead and push the dream forward and, and make a mistake in their lives. And there they pushed it. And they had Ishmael. But Sarah's shame went like this. Sarah and Abra Abraham did not wait for that promise. They rushed the promise of, Ishmael, of, of Isaac and had Ishmael. And Sarah, being barren, she was ashamed. So she wanted to please her husband. And she wanted this promise to come to fruition. And she wanted this uh, dream to come true of a son that was going to lead the people of God. That was going to be a man of God. And so she messed up. And she went ahead. And she pushed the promise when it wasn't ready yet. This is our process. This is the things that we do sometimes. And somewhere along the line, we have messed up. And we have pushed dreams that God was bringing to fruition. And we had tried to rush them. And we had tried to say, hey, I'm going to do it my way. I'm not going to wait, as the pastor says. I'm not going to wait with good counsel. I'm going to rush things. And she was ashamed. This was Abraham's problem, too. But Sarah said this, and Sarah said unto Abram, My wrong be upon thee, and I have given my maid into thy bosom. And when she saw that she had conceived, I despised in her eyes. The Lord judged between me and thee. She knew that she had made a mistake. But today, I'm coming after you, and I'm going to tell you, if you've made a mistake, it's okay. Because Isaac is coming. If the Lord promised you a dream, and he gave you a gift, it is coming. Hallelujah. The enemy would like to tell you that it is over. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. But the enemy gets in your mind and he tells you things such as, you messed up. God don't want you to do that in the ministry no more. And, he, and you're walking with this baggage. It's called condemnation. And you're there and it's heavy as you walk through this life and you're trying to be happy and you, you come to church, amen, and you know that that God has a calling on your life and there's a dream there, but you're dragging this condemnation and the enemy has told you, come on, somebody, you know what I'm talking about. And you know who you are. Hallelujah. He has gotten in your ear and he's told you that you messed up, that God can't use you anymore. But that is a lie from hell. Your marriage is not over and there's hope. The divorce might be in place, but there is hope. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The enemy is a liar. He's telling you that there's no hope, but he is a liar. As we know, hallelujah, that hope we reactivate when things are down. And when you're in the valley, hope begins to work. I'm here to preach hope into your situation. Your dreams are not dead, as he has said. Hallelujah. We're just getting this thing started. Hallelujah. I know you're not going to believe this, this, but I'm in my 50s. Hallelujah. That's, it's hard to believe. I understand that. But I'm just getting started. I'm in my prime. Hallelujah. Hey, maybe, we, maybe I wasn't ready in my 30s. You ever think about that? Maybe you weren't ready. when. Maybe that's why you try to rush things. Maybe you weren't ready. Hey, I know there's people out there with dreams. I know God has called people and you've put it to the side. It's time to find it. It's time to find that which was lost. Hallelujah. But the enemy gets in your mind and he begins to lie. You know why he's lying to you? He wants to kill your dream because you know why? Because your dream, if it comes to fruition, it's going to be really effective. And he's scared. If we could get 10 of you today to say, hey, I'm going to revive that dream. I'm going to bring that dream back to life. I'm going to start singing back in the choir. I'm going to start teaching the kids in Sunday school. I'm going to be an usher again. If we can get a spark, it don't take a lot with God. Hallelujah. The woman, hallelujah, that had sons that were about to go into the bond men because they were coming. Her husband had died. She had owed a debt. She said, all I have, the prophet said, what do you have? She said, all I have in the house is a little bit of oil. Un poco aceite. A little bit of oil. Hallelujah. That's for the Mexicanos here. A little bit of oil is all you need in your life. God doesn't need a lot. Hallelujah. There was a cloud the size of a man's hand in the sky. And the rain began to fall like never before. Hallelujah. Paul, he was on his way to Damascus. Paul had a dream. But he was going to kill the Christians. And he was not a part of uh, the apostles that walked with Jesus. He was not there when, when Jesus was doing miracles and healing the blind and, and, and healing those that were sick. But he had a promise on his life. Hallelujah. And on his way to Damascus, there was a life that hit him and he fell to the ground. I believe it was there when he fell to the ground that his will had died. And he met Jesus. And when he got back up, that which was dead became alive. And the wheat fell to the ground and it found root. There's people in this house that need to fall to the ground, fall on their face in prayer, and find root. And once the root comes, the wheat will start coming. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I uh, remember at my father's church when I had been preaching a little bit here and there, and he wanted me to come over and help. 
And uh, I had a dream. I wanted to preach to more people than 40. So you know what I did? I started preaching like I was preaching to 200 in my dad's church. We got over 200 in the house today. Hallelujah. Come on. Are we going to do this or not? It's not going to happen by carnal means. Hello? It's going to happen when faith is released with your works. Obedience to the word of God. Obedience to the man of God. And following. Not following the vision that is led by the man of God. Following. Hallelujah. I don't want to do no side deals. (laughs) I'm not a side deal guy. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't have much more, but I want to tell you a story that I was really, really studying. When I was studying, I was, I was reading this. I thought, man, this is great. A great story. Hallelujah. And it was a story of Ziglag. Ziglag. First Samuel 30. And it came to pass that when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day, that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag and smitten Ziklag. They burned it with fire. Man, I was reading this and God was giving this to me and I was saying, hallelujah. This is great for the message, Lord. Taken, he taken the women captives that were therein. He had carried them away and he had went on, they had went on their way and left. The city was burned with fire. Their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captives. And David, that the people were with him, with him, they lifted up their voice and they wept. They were in a broken state and they began to die. Hallelujah. They begin to die to themselves. Hallelujah. And they were broken. And the scripture says that they wept. To power, I mean, no more power to weep. They had no more energy to weep. They had given everything they had in weeping and reaching out to God. Hallelujah. And I said, man, that's going to go with my message, God. He said, good. He said, but I want you to read it again. So I began to go through it. And the scripture says... That when David was greatly distressed, the people spoke about stoning him. I said, wow, that's great, Lord. And I kept reading. Go back. What are you talking about? I just read it. Go back. When David was greatly distressed, the people spake about stoning him. The problem with us is we start getting into our issue and we start picking up stones and we want to throw them at the man of God and we want to throw them at the church and you want to blame life on us and you want to blame life on the church. I said, God, I don't want to say that. Read it. And I went back and read it again. He says, they're getting stones 
Hallelujah. If you want revival, and if you want blessing, and if you want promise, you got to learn to follow. Higher, come on. Come on, somebody. We're going higher. Hallelujah. Did you say higher? We're going higher. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. I didn't want to preach this today, but God said you better preach it, boy, because you're my preacher. Hallelujah. We are responsible for what God gave us. We are responsible for your dream, and you are responsible for your promise. The Bible says that when Esau, he did not savor the things of God, and God took his birthright, and he gave it to somebody who was searching for a dream. I would to God that someone else would take my ministry and take my dream and walk with it. Come on, somebody. There ought to be a desire in your heart to say, hey, I'm moving forward. I'm following. I'm submissive. I'm going to do what God called me to do. Hallelujah. I'm going to close with my life. I was raised by my mother. She was a prayer warrior. If you could brand her with a gift, it would be prayer. When she prayed, Brother Foster, fear smote my heart. She didn't just pray. She shook the house with her prayers. Sister Zuniga, you know what I'm saying. The house shook. And I believe that heaven and hell shook. Because when I was doing wrong, she knew. Mama knows. You can't run, young person. They know. But she was a prayer warrior. She prayed like never before. She said, Mark, I want you to, I was the only one she did this to. She said, Mark, I want you to come over here because the enemy was already messing with me. She said, I want you to plant this tree. I said, what am I planting a tree for, Mom? She said, so when you die, I can come visit this tree. She was serious. You talk about a joyful day. But she didn't play around. She was a great woman. But when she got into that deep prayer, oh, Lord. If you didn't straighten up, you better run. She was a prayer warrior. My father... He was a soul winner. Countless days. I cannot tell you how many times I walked into my house after school. And there was a Bible study chart. Search for truth on my table. And they were sitting there with someone. My dad won this family. It was the Miranda family. Brother Reuben knows them. Three, two pastors and one evangelist came out of that family. Two pastors. One that passed on. One that's actively pastoring in the UPC and another one that's an evangelist. One family. They were a big family. I remember we would go over there and we would have prayer meetings. It was common to have prayer meetings when you'd go visit someone. I know you, you all know what I'm talking about, but this, this was my life. This is what I saw. I saw prayer meeting after prayer meeting, uh, all night prayer meetings. We'd fall asleep as kids. I, I used to see my dad wrestling with those that were demon possessed, praying, and this was my life. I saw the gifts of the Spirit, Brother Foster, and God would speak through somebody, and the prophetic word would, would come, and, and, and it would actually talk to us. 
I saw this. I saw great things in my life. I was raised right. But somewhere along the line, the enemy tricked me. And at the age of 15 years old, I said, I don't want anything to do with this. And he took me for a ride. Hallelujah. And my mom, she kept praying, Mark. Pastor Mark, she kept praying. She kept moving heaven with her prayers. I had gone way too far. Let me tell you something, that the enemy will take you farther than you think. Farther than you even want to go. And it will cost you far more than you want to pay. And I was out there. He took my self-esteem. He took my finances. I was done. There are some things I won't even mention. But he had me bound. Raised right. Saw revival. I saw our church pastor go from about 40 people to 250 people. In a couple of years. Patterson, California. Johnny Nelson was our pastor. We saw revival. I was raised right. But the enemy had a way to get into my mind. But the mistake he made is my mom had a promise. And she kept on praying. He took me way down. Some of us come from afar. But one day I walked into a Pentecostal church. There was about 25 people in that church. It was a cowboy church. And I, I know I've told my story here, but there are new people here that have not heard it that need to hear this today, that God can do anything. And when I walked in, he had already been dealing with my heart. I walked in shaking. I called my wife. I said, hey, we're going to go to church. Eyes got about that big. Hallelujah. We're going to church. And I got filled with the Holy Ghost. Instantly, chains broke. Instantly, my life was changed. 26 years ago. And I never looked back. I never went in reverse. I never had a thought of going back to Egypt. I kept moving forward. I knew that if I could just move forward, things sometimes weren't going to be right. And I was going to walk wounded sometimes. But I knew that if I could just get to the house of the Lord, that there would be a word from God. And he'd begin to preach. And the Holy Ghost would begin to fall. And my life would come back together again. And that which died in my life came back alive with the prayers of a mother. Fifteen years old. Come on, young person. Come on. I'm preaching to you today. There's things in our lives that we just refocus a little bit. We're just out of trajectory just a little bit. Hallelujah. That's it. Come on. This is not hype. I didn't come up here to hype you. Hallelujah. I didn't even want to preach what I preached today. But I know this, 
that if I preach what God has asked me to preach, that he will do the work. Hallelujah. Let's raise our hands all the way across the building. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. We should be praying. We should be reaching out. Why don't you reach out for your children? Reach out for your children. He'll take them if you let them. Come on, mamas. There should be prayer. Come on, mamas. Hallelujah. Come on, to those of you, you think that God can't use you anymore because you've made a mistake here and there. That's a lie. Don't hold to that lie. Come on, somebody. Don't hold to the lie. In the name of Jesus. Come on, church, help me out. You want revival? We're going to have to pray. We're going to have to reach out today. God's going to do a work today. God wants to change lives today. Come on, somebody. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is looking for you. God is looking for you. Come on. God is looking for you. The, G, the dream killer showed up, but the, the dream raiser showed up, said, I'm going to raise it back up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Why don't we praise him? These altars are open. You're welcome to come forward if you need the Holy Ghost. If you're addicted to something, God is here. The power of God is here. Deliverance is here. Miracles are here. Come on, I need, I need preachers to help me pray. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening. Special thanks to those who give generously to this ministry. It is because of you that this ministry is possible. You can visit our website or church app if you would like to give. And if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, like and share it with your friends, and tag us on social media. Because we want to witness with you what God is doing in your life. Thank you, and God bless.